Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. And we are back. I see Fly Rich out in the comments, but yet he quit on me. What the hell, Rich? I think he made an excuse. Um, he is uh, gone just for a little bit. He'll be back next month. Shooting Gallery New England, part of Team Uncool, another anti-influencer out there. If you like this shirt, anti-influencer, you can get it at Black Swan Tactical. Well, thank you so much for becoming a channel member, Shooting Gallery New England. And like I said, you can get this shirt from Black Swan Tactical. Black Swan Tactical, we have a bunch of patches, shirts, mugs, and some really cool stuff. Black Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. You got to be an anti-influencer. We're going to unite everyone. We're going to unite the Glowies, the Wolverines, the Gallery Gang, the Squadron, and everything else. We're going to pull off a election still, kind of. Not really, but close. But yeah, you'll find more about that uh, later on. We are also brought to you by Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. And of course, we cannot forget our friends, our main sponsor, the one, the only JSD Supply. Go ahead, JSD Supply, make some awesome stuff. Go ahead and take a look if you want to get a P320 kit, uh, Patmos slides, Polymer 80s. They have it all at JSD Supply. Now, without further ado, this is where I usually bring my co-host, but my co-host, like I said, quit on me for a while. But we do have Jason Schallinger. <laughs> the Rogue Banshee. Jason, what's up, man? Oh much. Hey, I, I heard don't know why. I heard what? Flying Rich had a rough landing, so he couldn't make it today. Nah, he's he's gone for like the rest of the month. What a slacker. I know, man. Pisses me off. Now I gotta do this by myself. Oh. You used to do it John, you used to do it all by yourself for a while before before you had a uh, a side a side show. Kind of yeah, he is you. definitely a side show. <laughs> I was gonna say co-host, but I, I was thinking more sideshow. Nah, he's good, nah, man. He's Rich, good. Rich is a great guy, man. We, we have, we like have good chemistry. Yeah, I, I love Rich. Yeah, man. And just think, Rich. This is what I do to people I like. You should see what I do to people I don't like. Yeah. So what's up? Not much, man. It's been a minute since I've been on, and it's kind of nice to just get back. And I kind of miss uh, jumping in on uh, on Crumpy in the afternoon. Yeah, I know, man. I, I know. Used be, I used to have a bunch of time to jump on and just, you know, it got busy and it's just, you know, kind of reliving some, some good times, just hanging out with you in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Chris frame of inauguration. I guess that's uh, the Virginia inauguration. Hold on for one second. I got to fix something. had the wrong cable oh shit 
So now that John's gone and I just totally hijacked his show, it was all that was all planned by me. I just kind of screwed his computer up so I could just take over and and just talk to you guys a while while he's chasing down a cable because somehow I flew over to Virginia, unplugged his cables, then came back to Montana in just a matter of seconds. You know, I I discovered the power of the flash, so I was there and back really quick before he even knew I was gone. So. Anyways, while he's doing, while he's playing around with that stuff, looks like we got a lot of people out there in the chat okay. today. I think we're back. Um, oh yeah, you know, okay. I saw Joe out there earlier. You know, Joe became a channel member for John, and Joe and I were actually kind of hanging out yesterday. We were uh, filming a uh, filming a uh, one of my podcasts yesterday. I, Joe's shooting gallery in New England, so we had a good time. Oh, hey, John's back. Yeah, yeah. I uh, went to my HDMI cable of Loof, and I went to uh, bend over in to plug it in. And I put weight, and I forgot that my left shoulder's injured. I can't put weight on it, so it didn't work out too well for me. I kind of like, oh crap! I can't put weight on. <laughs> Swamp Dog uh, actually just figured me out. While you were gone, I was telling everybody that I discovered the powers of the Flash. And I went to Virginia and back in just a matter of, you know, a fraction of a second, unplugged your cable and then hijacked your show while you're sitting there trying to figure everything out. And then uh, Swamp Dog, he he figured out that it wasn't really the, the flash. It was that I three printed a 3D printed a Stargate. And, um, and I was trying to keep that one under wraps, but thanks for blowing that for me, Swamp Dog. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, I 3D printed some uh, fire stick holders today. Nice. Yeah, you know, I don't. I mean, I don't use a jet for guns or whatever or gun parts. I do a bunch of different things. I use it for all kinds of things. I mean, I was messing around the other day, and I was playing around with a with a mount. It's a pick mount for, you know, so I can mount my cell phone to uh, something and maybe do some filming. But I don't know if that's going to work out or not. Um, but it's kind of fun just playing with a with a 3D printer. I mean, my wife got this, um, she had this like glass top table that the clips, we missed the, you know, the clips were missing. They keep the glass top in. And I'm like, I'm sure I could probably design something. And I Googled it in like, I don't know, like two minutes, I found the exact part somebody already had on, uh, on one of the website, downloaded it, printed a bunch off and hey, the table's back up and running again. Yeah, I want to get a 3D scanner. I think that's the next Yeah, one. I I looked at building one back when I got into 3D printing. And um yeah, I kind of I I'm kind of digging the 3D scanning too. I really yeah, I would like to Yeah, I, I was thinking about um getting one of those, but um I mean I was gonna get what was what was I gonna get? I was gonna get uh like a Revan but then i think uh i don't like being messy yeah like that stuff um, is messy as hell i like the quality of the prints out of a resin printer but yeah if you saw my studio you know how messy things really are i mean i got like little trimmings of plastic everywhere just from doing my printer i can't imagine if you put liquid in my hands um i'm pretty sure uh pretty sure it'd be all over the place yeah i i just kind of like the liquid though you know i just i I like the print qualities of those things but it's just i don't know man i think i'd rather uh i think i'd rather have a um like a metal 3d printer rather than a resin one but of course i wouldn't be able to afford it then they have one they have uh one that uh prints uh it's like a carbon fiber printer type thing but I can I can do carbon fiber out of mine. I mean, yeah. I'll go through nozzles. I'll go through nozzles really quick. But um, yeah, I mean, a, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, um, I saw I saw some pictures of people showing like their nozzles. Like this is what they look like new, and then uh, they show like after like three prints and like the nozzle they went you know. It nozzles like wide open yeah um what was it there there's a metal there's like uh well there it's a metal 3d printer it's 
it's still expensive, but it's more reasonable. I'm trying to think what brand it is. Well, I mean, it's like anything. Price is going to come down. You know, as the newer gens come out, you know, the the older stuff, the older technology starts coming down. And, well, you know, when, when the Chinese get their hands out of it, then you can, you know, eventually get that thing down to, you know, $300. Um, but I, I see one day... Uh, I see one day I'd love to, uh, I'd love to have a 3D, you know, metal printer. And Jordan's asking if it's a Mark Forge you're thinking of. Yeah, Mark Forge. That's what it is. Yeah. That's actually. Speaking of. Um, it's not bad. What do you think yeah, I... this year? Is that a new Samsung phone you got there? Is that what you're playing with? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what day Thanksgiving is. Uh, It's on Thursday. Jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got to tease you a little bit. No, this is important, man. (laughs) Involves shooting. Oh, okay. You going shooting on Thanksgiving? No, I'm going to a, uh, they're like, uh, the, the law firm we, I do a lot of work with, they're doing a customer appreciation day. Ah, so you're going to shoot guns on customer appreciation day. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, with, um, yeah, they do a lot of, uh, really cool stuff, but I can't find the Thanksgiving day that is it the 20. Let's Thanksgiving Day 2020 uh, 25th. 25th. Okay. 25th. Two weeks after Veterans Day. You okay? But yeah. So uh are you going to are you gonna head over the shot or are you gonna sit this year out? I wasn't I was gonna sit the year out, but um now I kinda have to go. Um, I'm, I got, uh, I got to do some interviews out there. We are going to have to be in the interviewee, not the interviewer. Oh, really? That's different. Yeah, no, really. (laughs) It's going to be weird. That's way different for you. Yeah. Two of us are going to have to hook up on, uh, out there and just hang out a little bit. So you'll be there. I'm I'm going with GOA. Are you? Yeah, we'll have to go uh, hang out in uh, JSD Supplies booth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, get the crew together, get a picture. Yeah, you should go. Uh, you should go out to the 18th Gun Show in Pennsylvania. Yeah, dude, that's a that's a little far for me to make. So, so you gonna buy me the ticket? Well, actually, I'm not flying. Screw that. I don't. You, you won't catch you me dead drive. in the airline system. Uh, I could. for gas. <laughs> Ten bucks. You're gonna give me one tusk. <laughs> give me a million tusk. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I so want to get into tusk, but they make it so freaking hard to buy their their uh, crypto. There, it's that's gonna probably change like very very shortly. Because that's a, that is such a pain to get it. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. You, I, I'm just saying I'm not spending any of mine. Yeah, I, that's the whole thing is I want to just get it and sit on it. I was I wanted to be a Tusk millionaire. I was I was there and I just couldn't complete the transaction. It was such a pain in the ass that I went, ah, screw it. I'll wait until it makes it, they make it a little easier. Yeah, I mean, it, it's getting on a fiat-based exchange is uh, what's going to make it easier. Oh. I, I, I bet that's going to happen probably soon. Probably soon? Or... Probably soon you can't talk about it. Uh, no, I'm just guessing. Ah, okay. I didn't know if you had a little inside knowledge there that that uh, the rest of us didn't know about. No, no, I mean, I, I've been a, a big supporter of Tusk for like three years now. Yeah. I, I, I Well, that's actually how I learned about Tusk was through you. No, you and did? I was like, what? yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is Tusk? And then uh, 
yeah, they've been on a couple of times and I learned more about their crypto. And I'm like, this, this is kind of cool. I mean, you know, yeah, especially well, the transaction speeds are just that that's what really has me interested in it. And I think that's what the big downfall of some of the other cryptos are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know waiting 30, 40, 50, 60 um, hour for transaction. Yeah. It's like, I mean, can you imagine like going into a 7-Eleven, buying a Slurpee? Uh, 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 paying with Alex, Bitcoin and then waiting an hour later, but that it, it actually goes through. Yeah, uh, Tusk. Uh, Tusk is not a NFT. It is a. Uh, you can do NFTs on their new blockchain, but it is a uh, cryptocurrency. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I was I, I I was into Tusk before I got sponsored by Tusk before they actually <laughs> sponsored me. Dude, cryptocurrency, uh, uh, and since I was just um, already into it, already invested into it myself, and it wasn't a pump and dump because it was around for years. Yeah, and that's the trick, right, is getting through the first few years of being a crypto, and then people are finally like, oh, wait, this one might actually... you know, stick well, around for a little bit. Well, there's so many pump and dumps and scams out yeah. there that, you know, it's, you have to be very, very careful. Um, Tufts have been around for like four or five years. So it's, it's yeah, not I've, going anywhere. And it's not, and it's not one that you, it's not meant to be, you know, oh, you're going to get rich because you own Tusk. Um, it's meant to be spent and it's meant to be, uh, like if once once banks start you know cracking down on gun dealers and like some gun and some other places right now they can't use it's it's like an alternative so it's not really oh you're gonna hold this and it's gonna go to the moon no one's saying tusk is gonna go to the moon no and and that's the thing i don't know why i'm biased there dark um but um that's the the based 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 okay that's a good thing I'm I'm, a, I'm sitting there going, why am I biased? No, based, based <laughs> okay. is a good thing. You I, want to be I mis- based. I misread. I misread that. Um, think about it. Think about it. You're cool as whatever. Uh, based is good. I can't get on his show too. Um, but the one thing that I am. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> You're taking uh, like a big. Of... Sorry, man. I'm just not, I, I guess I'm not as hip as everybody else is. Um, I'll tell you that the thing that scares me about currency is when we get fed coin, when, when the federal reserve decides to have their own crypto, man, that's the time to make Dude. sure that you've got your bases covered somewhere else. And I think they're going to do that. Oh, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, they've, They've wanted to go cashless society forever. And, um, and I mean, what's going to be interesting when they go cashless society, you got to, you know, basically trade in all the cash you have, you know, any physical currency you have. They're going to learn a lot about what people have been doing over these years. It's going to be easy to trace. But that's one thing about crypto. People think that, oh, it's untraceable. And, oh, it's, it's not as untraceable as they think it is. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, how are they how are they getting people's Bitcoin back from uh, ransoms if it's untraceable? Well, yeah, basically, it's like, well, what do they do? Well, how do they get away with it? It's like what they do is they put it through what's called a mixer. It's like a big money laundering thing where they just throw everything in and take the little parts. But even yeah. that, people are tracing it through. It's like the Russian hackers that shut down the pipeline. You know how much of the Bitcoin they actually got? Well, it, didn't they recover like 70% of it? Yes. I mean, it was it was a good amount of money they got back from that that ransom. Yeah, so Bitcoin. Oh. But yeah, yeah, I was just okay. reading that one. Yeah, Mt. Gox. Uh, people probably have no idea. Uh, the first website to trade Bitcoin was a website, Mt. Mt. Gox which was a Magic the Gathering trading website that was trading Magic the Gathering cards and they started trading this new fangle thing called Bitcoin back in like 2009-ish. Who would have known? 
it's so weird just to think of the history of that stuff. Um, I mean, you just they literally just came came up with something out of thin air that is essentially going to become the gold standard of crypto. Yeah, I mean, the Winkle it is Voss, the gold standard. The Winklevoss twins of Facebook fame have a lot to do with with that uh, with that. Um, they're the ones who like made it legit. Dark, I created Bitcoin. No one really knows that. Just keep that between you and me. I created Bitcoin. I, I still think, think Satoshi was a government. Do you? He's either that or dead, one of the two. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking more of the latter. I, don't, I think he assumed room temperature. Yeah, it's one of the two. He's either a government yeah. or he's dead because no one just leaves... No, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, you know, you can be the rich, one of the richest people in the world. You see, you see, I think, I think he, I think he assumed room temperature because he is black sighted. Oh, you think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, another, I, I, th- another reason why I thought it was a government is because the, the uh, comp- complexity of the code. Not really the complexity, but you know, it's been it's been uh, twelve years, and hackers have been trying to, you know, get at it, and they can't bring, and they can't, they can't do it. Yeah, that that's I something mean, that's, that it's either you're you're a super genius programmer, and you're like the smartest programmer who ever lived, or whatever, or well, and that's the whole thing. Is well, so let's let's go a little conspiracy theory here. What if it was created by an AI? All right, now you're you're off the deep end, man. <laughs> Come on, I thought I thought I'd get a better response out of you from that. Come on, this is this is geek time. Whenever the two of us get together, we geek out. I'm gonna Google is Satoshi dead? <laughs> and just wait until the black helicopter starts. Oh wait, that's every day anyway. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it'd be black drones that flying around your place now. They gave up on the helicopters because they're too expensive being up there for 24-7. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people that, that have all these, that, that have all these, uh, like, theories of who he is. You know, but... Uh, I, yeah, I my theory I, I still my theory has always been that he that it was an individual that was created that created it, and then he um, he got black sided. I I I I do I I mean not not going conspiracy theory. Well, I guess that is a little conspiracy theorish, but I I I think somebody created something that upset the balance and they they disappeared them. You know, I you might be right. I mean, because I mean, dude, yeah, yeah. But Alex, what I'm saying is, we know that every every, yeah, uh, it's it is a fact of security that every software has its flaws, and cryptocurrency is just software. But what we are saying is that everyone's been throwing the kitchen sink at it since 2009 and have no not one. found where that security is. Yeah. And just remember, this wasn't written by Microsoft. If it was written by Microsoft, it would have been cracked in days. Yeah. I don't think it was written by Microsoft. Um, yeah. I'm still going with the, with, with the team of government people. Yeah. I just, I can see where you go with that, but I, I'm, I think I'm sticking, I think I'm sticking with it with it. It's, it's a person that, he kind of upset the balance of things, and yeah, he, think she, it depends on depends on what their pro, personal pronoun of preference is. Um, they uh, upset the balance. You don't think I mean, it's a Dorian Nakamoto? It might be. Um, I'm still kind of I, I, I lean I lean that way, but um, I I'm just haven't quite built that theory out any farther than I just think it's someone who 
who pissed off the wrong people. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, we think of Bitcoin and, you know, crypto. That's not the only purpose of blockchain. I mean, that that whole blockchain can be used for other things. Um, not just crypto. I mean, we can store data in it. Um, it's it's a it's a technology that that we haven't even scratched the surface of yet. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, like there's a lot of different uses for blockchain and whatnot. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. We just we just we haven't even scratched the surface of it. I mean, everybody thinks blockchain, you think crypto. It's the first thing they go to is crypto because uh, that's the biggest thing. But I I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen with blockchain in like cloud computing. Yeah, I was about to bring up that. I think that's I, I, that's where the well, certain certain blockchain, certain other blockchains are just junk. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I would agree with that, but I, I just, I, I Bitcoin think that the next 20 years in technology is going to be amazing. Bitcoin's blockchain is junk. If you think well, about we, it. We, we have yeah, a, one megabyte we have an hour for a transaction. Yeah. One megabyte because it's, uh, it's the size of the blocks. Yeah. You know, Crumpets. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, ghost. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's just a size. Um, Ethereum is more useful. Uh, Cardano is really useful now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still kind of, I'm still holding out for Monero. Yeah, I just hold on mine. Yeah, I think I, I, I don't know. I just, I just kind of like Monero. I, it's funny. It's like I got an email. The other day from well from myself saying that apparently i was surfing porn and they activated my webcam and uh they're going to release the video if i don't pay them and and uh and for the first time monero i was surprised because usually it's uh it's uh bitcoin is from all those scams but it was a monero and i was like oh hey they changed some things up no wonder why this got through the uh through the spam filter yeah 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 there's a, all the spam filters are are used to looking for bitcoin yeah 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 they definitely are uh but yeah just right now the crypto market is just it's 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 going insane today but it's no, just, you gotta totally. really you gotta really watch out what i think it is there's a lot of people out there that don't understand it uh, and they want to go to the moon so they buy these cryptocurrencies, these shit coins, which is an actual term, shit coin. And then then it's gone in a week. It's just like yeah. the, uh, the Squid Game coin. Did you see what that is? That went up 8,000%. And what they did is they built it so you can only sell it if you hold these other coins called marbles. <laughs> so all these people bought into it, but there was no way to sell it. I need to come up with a deal like that. And they did a rug. It's called a rug pull. Yeah, I need to come up with that. Scam. That's just uh, that. That's kind of that's kind of kind of genius. It, it's a it's an evil genius. Yeah. Um, coming up with something like that, but that's that's why you don't buy into the the stuff until it gets to be a, you know a little more mature. A little you know? bit more mature are the use cases. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why, um, that's what, uh, that's why, you know, when we were talking about Tusk and that's now why I'm starting to get interested in Tusk because it's been around for a little bit. People have kind of banged on it and they're, it's coming back from everybody going, Hey, this, this could be, uh, you know, an, an actual player eventually. Yeah. Right. I, I think it, I, th I think, I think it will be the processing times, the, yeah, and now they and can do NFTs and stuff with the hard fork. It's, uh, it's a lot more like I. It's the only. It's the only. Um. 
It's the only cryptocurrency that I will let sponsor the show. I've had other offers for my other channels and stuff like that. And I, I, I won't let them sponsor the show because I don't trust anything that I don't, I, I don't currently have. Um, and if you pitch it to me, oh, you know what? Uh, it doesn't matter because now you're pitching, pitching it to me. So I, it's automatically disqualified. If I find it and then we work something out, then yeah. Okay. That's fine. But it, it's just, you know, one of those things. There you go. I just threw, I just threw one out in the chat for you. You, you need to get that one. Uh, what is it? Rogue coin. Rogue coin. There you go. <laughs> no, but, the, but the, when, when I was approached about Tusk, I was okay with signing on because I am, I'm, I was invested in it already, you know, I already had well, skin in the game. Yeah, and that's a little different, right? So if you already have been playing with it, um, you own it, you've worked with it, it's a little easier to take that on as a sponsor because, well, you, you've worked with it. You you have a certain trust level of that coin in the network. So I can totally see that coming on as a, as a sponsor for you. I mean, you know, we've talked offline. Now I've sent you a text about it and going, okay, um, you know, this thing's been around for a while. I, I'm ready. And, uh, you know, even for me to, to, to go that, I mean, plus it didn't hurt that, you know, for a hundred bucks, you could be like a th 3 million Tusk back then. I haven't seen the price of Tusk today, but, um, but I, yeah, the whole thing I like about those cryptos is that, um, it's kind of the ultimate middle finger to the federal reserve. You know, yeah, you oh, know, and to the gov and to the government. Um, you know, I kind of, I kind of broke coin, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just uh, that's what I like about it is I, I, I'm so, I'm so sick of an an organization telling us what we can and cannot do, and and that's why I worry about Fedcoin. You know, when they come out with Fedcoin. It's real simple. They go, well, we don't want you to buy guns. They'll hit a button. Bam. You will not be able to buy guns with Fedcoin. You know? And yeah. uh, it's too much control. They, they're losing control and they know it. Yeah, they, they are. Um, and I think the countries that are really going to be hit hard is places like China. Even harder than the U.S. Is that necessarily a bad thing? No, no. I'm saying that's a damn good thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, but I, I think it's going to, you know, it's already a technology. It's it's upsetting the market. It's not mainstream, but the mainstream knows it's there. Oh, I think it's mainstream. I think Bitcoin's mainstream. They're actually putting main Bitcoin in certain. Uh, mutual funds now are they i haven't heard that i, I know that is it Ven, is it venezuela what country down in south america just just said that uh that bitcoin is now currency officially recognized it as currency yeah i don't know i don't think it's venezuela i think it's someone else but yeah um like my returns on crypto like i've made 15 percent returns last year in cryptocurrency okay. Sure as hell can't do that in a 401k right now. No. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time researching and stuff like that. And do me a favor. Every time you're getting ready to buy, just send me a text. <laughs> no, I won't do that because the first time I do that, it's going to like freaking tank. It's going to implode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. It's it's a high risk investment. Any crypto is oh, high is. risk. And that's what I like to say about if if people are going to go into crypto, use the amount of money that you would go to Vegas and slap down on the table, and be willing to lose. Basically, that's about the same thing. that's about the amount of money that you would invest in crypto. It's like blackjack, right? You can be a card counter and yep. flip the odds in your favor, but you can also hit a bad streak and just 
get wiped out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, I mean, um, yeah, you have these swings. Well, and that's the thing that kind of pisses me off is you get the people who try to manipulate it, <clears throat> Elon Musk, um, you know, they just go out there and just get people in a frenzy and they're doing their own pump and dump on it. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I got, I, I had SHIB like before it went crazy and really? uh yeah it went crazy so i sold one of my other friends was like i'm holding on to it i was like dude you gotta get rid of it now get out i mean we, i a- mean it went up eight thousand percent it's time i'm happy with it if it goes up another two thousand yeah. percent that's fine <laughs> i'm, I'm yeah, this, happy for you but i'm getting out now this is like the real estate market in 2008 get out now yeah yeah Okay, let's talk about guns. Uh, somebody brings yeah, up the Hollywood totally. thing. Uh, Alec Baldwin now is lobbying. He wants cops. He wants cops on every movie set to inspect guns. Yeah. It's uh, funny because I just did a I just did a podcast on this thing. Um, I've never because, been on your podcast. Uh, no, I actually just had the first content creator on. Uh, we recorded yesterday. Uh, you're on. You're on the short list. Don't worry about it. Um, and with what apparently I'm going to have some extra time that we won't talk about now, I might be accelerating that podcast. But um, that's the whole thing is that and I, my, you know, the, my whole thing about the Alec Baldwin thing is, is that it's ultimately his fault. I mean, yeah. you don't you can't outsource that function. Someone hands you a gun. You need to make sure of what it actually is just because two people have said that it's a cold gun doesn't mean it's a cold gun obviously it happened you know it's still his fault now he wants to still outsource the safety of these guns it's like no idiot it was in your hand you're ultimately responsible for what that gun does i was watching behind the scenes of john wick and every time they hand a can of reeves a gun he would go you know well yeah and I mean, uh, also, bad boys, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, both are like, yeah, it's and that's the whole thing of, um, you know, it, it just would have taken a couple of seconds for him to check the gun, but no, he's too good for that. He's got to have somebody else do it, and then now he wants cops on the set because, well, you know, cops are going to be, you know, the ultimate expert on firearms. And, uh, well, it's, it's just crap. I think, I think he's just trying to pass the buck one more time. And, and well, I mean, the, the movies, the movie just got sued for wrongful death. Now the, the husband sued the movie for wrongful death. Yeah, they should. Um, maybe the cops are going to be there to do their investigation of Alec Baldwin next time he shoots someone. Yeah. 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 There's. Well, I mean, what did we expect from a guy who's such anti-gun as Alec Baldwin? And, uh, you know, of course he's going to have to blame it on somebody else. You know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be held responsible. I mean, I, I mean, did he do it on purpose? No, but I mean, he's, he's still probably on the hook for manslaughter, which well, of course. Definitely. Well, he was also the producer too. Yeah. He's also the producer. Um, which brings them into all the uh, civil stuff as well, and and legal and um, and the uh, the litigation stuff. I mean, it's just I, I'm sorry. It's just that that guy is trying to pass the buck on everything. He's too good. He was too good to take an extra second to make sure the firearms unloaded. Well, I talked to Larry Zanoff about the the correct procedure. Um, and if you guys don't know who Larry Zanoff is, have you ever seen a Marvel movie? He's the one that does all the guns. He does all the guns for all the Marvel movies or the Matrix movies, the new ones coming out. He's the guy who does all the guns. So I asked him, so I was like, what's the procedure? He goes, one, there's never any live ammo on the set when you're filming a show or a movie. Two, the armorer is the one that checks the gun and hands it to the actor. There's no one in between. Yeah. That's the chain of custody. It goes to the armorer to the actor. Well, and 
Yeah, it, and we all we already know it went through the uh, assistant director. Yeah, yeah, it was picked up off the court by the assistant director. Yeah, um, I mean, and it was used for target practice. I think that cracks me. Was that has that actually been confirmed? Yeah. Okay, because I know that they were talking about it, and then someone was trying to debunk it, which I think it was the producer trying to debunk, uh, you know, debunk that theory. Yeah, um, but trying it's to in save the, his own it's, ass. It's in the police report. Okay, because I haven't seen the report. I, I know it came out, and and that's they were literally shooting cans. God. Yeah, you see, that was just a disaster to start with, and then, um, I mean, they had people complaining about safety protocols before even that incident, because that wasn't the first incident on that set well well this well the original crew quit because of it yeah they walked off because of safety concerns with firearms on the set i mean what's that tell you was when the crew walks off well the the girl that was the uh the girl that was uh the firearms the armorer the armor she is the daughter of a famous trick shooter, famous armor and Hollywood. Uh, and she skipped a bunch of steps. You, you, she was like the youngest one there because, you know, she got moved in there because her dad. And I, thought, I, heard I, I thought I read something that even she had um, concerns about being the armor. Yeah, she did. Um, she said, I'm not sure if I'm qualified for that. Yeah. But it was like her, I think it was her father kind of talked her into doing it. Yeah. He's a, he, he's a big time guy in Hollywood. I mean, I understand. I understand being nervous, but if you're that nervous, regardless of who your father is and, and your skills, if you're that nervous, you, you, something's wrong, right? Yeah, it, it, she didn't come up through, you know, being an assistant or anything. She went, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like you or me that we can just go in and we, we would understand we would understand the function of a gun and whether it's loaded or not. Um, but are we trained to be an armor on a movie set? No, um, we don't know. But could we figure out what a blank was? Yeah, we could figure out what a blank versus a live round is. Yeah, well, she wasn't on the set. Oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean that, and that kind of comes back to the the safety thing. Why why was she not there to handle well, we, that? We should learn uh, during the crow, Brandon Lee. The armor yeah. wasn't on the set when that happened either. Yeah. Uh, who's the other one? There was another. There was another shooting. It was a TV show. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember. The armor wasn't on the set either. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a common theme to this. So, I mean, I, regardless of what they were doing, because I know they were they were trying to set up the shot for, um, you know, for this, the next scenes. They were re, re-aiming cameras and stuff like that with a brand new ca- uh, crew because everybody walked off and quit. Um, uh, it Alan just shouldn't Alan. have, it shouldn't have happened. Alan said they should, she should have unloaded <laughs> slap rounds. Yeah, it's funny. I saw that f- flash up and stick uh, a thumb in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you only you only do that with a fifty, right? You do a slap round through a muzzle brake on a fifty. Yeah. He's talking about the Kentucky ballistics. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I eat sp- speaking of a guy that was, man. He was he was lucky to walk away with his life after that accident. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh it's it's sad. I mean, the whole the the crow thing was a little bit different, though. Why do you say that? Because Michael Madsen is the guy that shot Brandon Lee, mm-hmm. and I don't think that he has um the responsibility there because you know what the, you know what the whole situation with the crow was right you it, know i 
I remember, but it, refresh my memory. They loaded a uh, blank, uh, not a blank, uh, like a dummy round in there, right? Yep. And uh, they didn't remove the the primer. They just removed the powder. So when so, they shot, the, the bullet lodged in the barrel. And then they loaded it at blanks. So he looked in there, he saw blanks. So. And then when he put it in there, it, the bullet was lodged in the barrel. So basically it created a live round. Yeah. It, created, so, it had enough pressure behind it to, to go. Yeah. And the 44 Magnum. So that, so that was a little bit different. That's why I don't really, uh, yeah, it was a squib round. That's why I really yeah. don't fault Michael Madsen with that. Cause that was, that was, well, if he would have checked it, it would have had blanks in it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I get you on that one. What about the um TV show? I forget what the TV show wasn't the wasn't that the one where he took the gun, put it to his head? Yes. And squeeze yeah, squeeze the trigger. Mm-hmm. Like, man, how many uh how many uh, uh bad do... things could have happened? Yeah, they're playing like Russian roulette or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were because they were screwing around. They weren't. It wasn't something actually on uh, the set. They were just they were kind of screwing around with things. I mean, that's oh, yeah. you lose respect, and that's when crap happens. I mean, yeah, like I always you, say, you, sh- you you don't have to be afraid of the of the gun, but you should sure as hell respect it. it. Yep, I mean that's that's the whole thing. Uh, that's the only thing when, when, when I was taught the rules of, of firearm safety, number one rule, all guns are loaded, period. Um, then, you know, you, you start going through the respect and understanding your target, what's behind your target and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, it's just kind of crazy that people just have lost this respect for the gun. Now, what do you think about using airsoft? I mean, the the TV show The Rookie is has banned guns on the set now. Now they're going to use airsoft. What's your what's your thoughts on those being used? I mean, we can't use airsoft for everything, especially like like in Rust. There's I don't think there I think there is airsoft uh, six shooters now, aren't there? Probably there's airsoft everything. Um, I I mean I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not a movie guy, so I don't know. I mean, if they can do it. They do it. I mean, I really don't have, I I don't have enough of, I don't have enough knowledge about the whole movie set thing and guns on movie sets and everything to make an actual uh, informed opinion. And I don't want to make a, a, I don't want to just throw an opinion out there for the, just to throw an opinion out there. Sure. Well, I mean, that's the one thing I'm thinking of. I, I, I saw, um, was it uh, Cool Fire? That company is is trying to cash in on this too, saying that you know that with their um, dry fire training, uh, because it's using CO two to cycle the slide. There's all these companies that are doing dry fire stuff that are now coming out of the woodwork, going, "Hey, we can solve this problem." Because I, I I don't know I don't know what the fix is, but you know I I. You could use, you know, a, an aerosoft gun. I mean, we we have them here. They're they're kind of fun to play with and 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 shoot. But uh, even though you can't kill someone, well, I don't want to say you can't. Second, you say you can't. You you it happens. You can just shoot a BB down someone's with throat them. or get choked on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Put an eye out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is, is I, I think there's a. I think there's still a lack of, res- I mean, well, first of all, I'm not going to say all of Hollywood. Most of Hollywood is anti-gun to begin with, but s- somehow they make a lot of money with movies with guns in them. But they've kind of, they they lose that respect for the gun. I, I mean, responsibility. I mean, going back to Rust, it's, it's everybody's responsibility that handled that gun, including all the way up to Alec Baldwin. He should have checked that gun. Yeah, well, I think they really need to go through some more. Uh, they get they gotta educate themselves with the gun. Like, let's go yeah. back to Canary for a second. 
he's out there running three gun doing all this gun yeah. stuff learning how guns work learning how to safely do everything so that's why yeah and like will smith will smith is not zach he's not pro gun but no. yet he he learns how to how to handle a firearm and it makes him safer well and that's the thing is he has he has respect for that gun right yeah i think that's um, the training gives you exactly it, it does i mean it, it, you'll build confidence with training. You'll build respect for it because you'll know what it does. Um, I'm not saying that all actors have to be pro-gun that use it. I just think that some of them are a little hypocritical. Um, but regardless, it does not release them of the liability of the respect of the firearm. That, that's what I'm saying. Like Even if yeah. you're anti-gun and you're in Hollywood, I think you should at least learn about the firearm. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things of, I just, uh, I just answering somebody in the chat. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a tragic accident. It totally was avoidable. And, um, now he's calling for police on the set. It, what's what's the police going to do? Were you going to pay the cops to hand you the gun saying it's clear? Like, should, dude, that, that's your responsibility. They should show him the uh, one cop talking to the kids. They shot himself. Yeah. This is a glass yeah. story. Oh, I'm, the, the only, the, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the only one qualified to handle this in this room. <laughs> Shoot himself in the leg. Um, what's so funny is, um, so when I was in FFL and, um, I, I, I knew, I, I, you know, I knew a couple of the agents here just from being an FFL. And I remember showing, uh, you know, sending that, uh, yeah, it was Glock 10 millimeter. Uh, no, I thought it was Glock 40. Yeah, I think, I think it was a Glock 40. I thought it was a Glock 40, but, um, I remember sending that video, that YouTube video to one of the, uh, one of the, uh, ATF agents that I knew that, you know, or my, industry inspectors Glock 40 is a 10 millimeter by the way oh, it's a it's a 10 millimeter short still a 10 millimeter uh, no 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 uh, they've got Glock 40 is actually chambered in 10 millimeter you there am I frozen or is Jason frozen Am I for give Okay. It's Jason's frozen. I don't know what the hell he what's what the with him. But look, that is the perfect freeze frame. If I was gonna be frozen in a in a picture, I would love to be frozen that way. That looks like he was just saying, I gotcha. That's his like sexy look or something. That's his uh cold steel. All right, what's up, Bacon? Yes, yes, F in the chat for Jason. Everyone, F in the chat for Jason. Uh, I think the black helicopters got him because he was talking about how Satoshi Nakamura, uh, Nakamoto was uh, taken out by by black helicopters. So the black helicopters got came and got him. There you go. Rip, Jason rip <laughs> i don't know if he's coming back or not oh my goodness this is hilarious uh i don't i don't know jason are you out there see this is why I, this is why i need a co-host oh. <laughs> rich crashed the plane into his house that's awesome That is awesome. There we go. Hold on. <laughs> oh, he's coming back in. Device not connected. Let's see. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent that in? 
<laughs> no, no, I did. I said uh, I said you were talking about how Satoshi was taken out by the government. Oh, <laughs> I got black sighted. <laughs> <laughs> they took you out because of that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said I said yeah, text. Yeah, I, so I have Starlink for my internet, and Starlink. I I I was looking at the stats, and Starlink just flatlined, no signal. <laughs> um, um, Come on, funny, Elon. What's up with that? There. What's funny is there was a satellite. There were satellites available. The network went down. There was oh. no data. So like I can see, I can see the uh, the satellites overhead. But yeah, it, I, I all my SNR was there. It's just man, just. It must have been switching over to Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it. Goes yeah. Uh, Does Elon Musk call issue. you and, and apologize to you? Oh, totally. Especially since I'm a beta tester. No, think he gives a shit who I am. <laughs> oh, the you know, uh, what the hell? Is it's this? a shame. It's it's a great network, but man, when they have outages like that, it's like it's gone. Um. Yeah. Well, this is what happens when they come out of beta. You know, they start they start putting people on the network and then get some get some problems. You know, I I've been a beta tester for Fios. Um, I, I was a beta. For, I was a beta tester for Fios. I was living in Delaware at the time. I was closed beta. Oh. I actually worked on Fios for Verizon. I I did too. You did? Yeah, as a contractor. Oh, really? Yeah, that was awesome. I loved that. As that was my introduction to fiber. Oh, really? When, uh, when I was in IT. Yeah. Yeah, I was down uh, in uh, in Ashburn. Yeah, That's I was where they in did a uh, lot of development at. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wasn't on the development team. I was on the 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 rollout the the beta rollout team in the uh, Philadelphia market. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were probably, you were probably on it way longer than I was. Let's see. 2005, uh, 2004. Let's see here. I was, I think I was 2005 because I, I moved back in 2003. So we left Montana in 2003 and then we came back to Montana in 2006. So I think it was around 2005 is when uh when i was playing around with it yeah that's when we started doing rollouts and uh a few different places uh the delaware um some places in virginia we um what was funny is uh so when when we moved back to delaware um we moved a little farther south and there was only dial-up so in, t- in 2003, all I could get was dial up. Oh, wow. So I ended up getting ISDN. <laughs> I went to oh, ISDN I, service for internet. I had ISDN service for internet. 128, in, man. In, in Dual spids. In, in 2003? <laughs> no, I mean, it was so, like 99. I like, you know, you had to put the spids in and stuff like that. You yep. know, you have the dual channel. So, six, I'd add the 128 instead of the 64. Yep, bring up both both the uh, channels, bring both up channel, both B yeah. channels. Um, yeah. Well, what was fun was um, is we could only get dial up, so I went screw it. I'm going to get ISDN service. And <laughs> they it, there was a there was still a law in Delaware that Verizon had to deliver ISDN service because of the old video conference equipment at the state of Delaware, even though they weren't using it anymore, it was still on the books. So I ordered up ISDN service and it totally pissed off Verizon because they were not ready for ISDN in my CO. So they had to put, they had to put ISDN into the CO and there was uh, four taps and three load coils between the CO and my Oh, house. and they had to remove that because ISDN won't run over taps and load coils. So, so they had to, they actually literally had to run cable down the road. And as I was coming home, I see Verizon out there pulling cable on the poles. I'm like, it's kind of weird. And then they, they, they pulled this cable in and then like, uh, after they hooked it up, it was like two days later, 
ISDN service is now available at my house. I'm like, cool. So I ran ISDN for, uh, for a couple of days and I went, hey, so these ISDN lines have phone numbers. So I, th I threw my phone number, my ISDN phone number into the DSL uh, qualifier and it qualified for DSL. Yeah, I, I, ordered, I, I ordered it up. Because uh, DSL won't run over taps and load coils. So, so by getting ISDN, if you're forced them to remove the taps and load yep. coils, therefore the line was conditioned for DSL. Yep. So, so that, uh, so a couple months later, the ISDN or the ISDN service got switched over to DSL, and that was one really pissed off tech. Yeah, but I was because <laughs> they had to they had to run all those cables and just switch to DSL. Yep. But you're but you're still running on the new lines. Yep. Yeah. And they they were they were so pissed off. And then and then um, what, what killed me was is that FiOS came in shortly after that. Um, we couldn't the 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 little little piss ass cable company we had just got uh, cable modems, so we got a cable modem. And then FiOS came in, and um, and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to be on FiOS?" I'm like, well, yeah, because I was working on uh, FiOS up in Philly. And yeah, I'm like, damn, damn right, I want this to my house. FiOS is dedicated. So uh, basically, yeah. the, with the cable modem, you share bandwidth with your neighborhood. FiOS is a dedicated that your bandwidth is your bandwidth. That's why you see well, gig speed cable modems. And you never get gig speed because it's gig speed to everyone in your neighborhood. See, <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. It's like on a cable modem. You don't want someone like me as your neighbor. No, no. Because <laughs> there'll be no bandwidth left for you. Yeah. Um, well, that's why. But um, yeah. But that was, uh, th yeah, those were fun days. And then, you know, I moved back here to Montana and I missed that Fios. But now being on the Starlink, I, I, the Starlink is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, you get occasional outages, um, but they're far and few between now. Back in the early in the betas, there was a lot of drops. But uh, I think my fastest coming through Starlink is 276 meg down and um, 36 meg up. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. All right. With a, latency, with a latency of in 20 milliseconds. Uh, Starlink is not Skynet. All right, guys, that is sure. it for today. I'm going to ask Jason to tell us where they can find you. Hey, you can find me on my YouTube channel. It's The Rogue Banshee. Uh, you can also hit me up on my website. It's www.trb.fyi. Um, some stuff shows up on the website more than on the YouTube channel because, well, YouTube doesn't like some of the content I put out there. So I got to go over there. You know, I host it on somewhere else, and you can always see it at the uh, the full video on my webpage. But yeah, go check those out, and you can also hit me up on uh, Instagram at the Rogue Banshee. All right, I do want to ask you to what we do here. Something new since you've been on, we ask you for a YouTube channel you want to shout out that's not yours. Doesn't have it's to be related. It can be anything. I am going to do a shout out actually to shooting gallery, New England, especially since he just became a channel member for you. Um, I've known Joe for a while um, and he was just on my podcast too. So um, definitely shooting gallery, New England, it's a smaller channel. Uh, he just hit over a thousand subs not too long ago. And yep. he's, uh, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to work that. And I think he's also a black swan tactical person yeah, too. He, he, he's a member of team uncool. Team Uncool. Yeah, you know, I've been waiting to be part of Team Uncool forever. You can be a member of Team Uncool. You're a member of Team Uncool. You're you're, <laughs> so, you're now I I now W an anti-influencer. Anti-influencer. Awesome. I love being an anti-influencer. But yeah, okay. Um, thank you guys for watching. So uh, for watching, we will be back, and uh, I'm probably be streaming more of the written house trial tomorrow, maybe. Seems like a lot of people like that. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably be doing that. And we will be back later. You know where to find me. You can also check out Junk Crump News. I have an article that just dropped five minutes ago at Amelan. Pretty big deal. You might want to check it out. 
they finished all the uh, counting of all the uh, comment, which is insane. But and the channel that I want to, uh, there's a channel that I I like watching. I don't watch that many gun channels, but there's one that I do watch. And it's called Lead Therapy. It's kind of a bigger channel. It's like the dude would be like, he's like a grandfather figure, but he's a good guy. I don't know him personally. I've never talked to him, but he just seems like he would be that grandfather type figure. So go check him out, Lead Therapy. And with that, we are out of here. Stay ever vigilant. Stay ever free. Keep in the fight.